0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today, I want to talk to you about this idea of naturals. Maybe you've heard this term before, maybe you haven't. So, what's a natural? Natural is someone who's naturally good with women. Okay, So a guy who is just kind of born good with women and he's someone that didn't need to look up dating advice. A natural is not anyone who's probably listening right now because why would they look uh, something like this up? They're naturals. They know how to, how to attract women, talk to women. they're very naturally charismatic. So we're going to be talking about that today. Now also we're going to do some Q&A, so after that I'll answer some questions. Of course, if you have any questions, you can email me trip@ at tripadvice.com. With two Ps, put in the subject line podcast question and I will answer them for you. Now, I had a review from a a female on iTunes and I want to thank her for leaving that review. Awesome to see that women are listening to this show. I did know that women listen to the show. I don't know any percentages. I'm not given that information, but I know that there are definitely some out there. And One was nice enough to leave a review and I'm going to read that right now. Four stars, female listener here. Thanks for spelling out to men who are clueless when a woman is not interested. Sounds like she's had some trouble with that before. Then she says, sure, a lot of his advice is common sense, but I think people often forget the basics. The only gripe I have is a recent episode where he got pissy about women wearing makeup and saying that they were lying by wearing makeup. Otherwise, a solid podcast. Thank you, Stellar Stella. I appreciate that. I did want to offer note about that. I don't remember getting pissy about it. It's possible I maybe did. I don't remember that. But it's interesting that you had a gripe with the fact that I, whether I got pissy or not, whether I was really angry or whether I was happy about it, about the idea of women wearing makeup and saying that they're lying. Well, it's an indirect lie. Let's be honest. It's an indirect lie. It is basically saying to someone, hey, this is what I look like when that's not what they look like. No, listen, I don't have a problem with this. So it'd be interesting that I did get pissy on that because I don't have a problem with that. I like when women wear makeup. I think they should wear makeup. Why wouldn't they wear makeup? I'm not, you know, if I was pissy about it, then I would tell women, hey, you shouldn't do that, but they should. It makes you look better. That's why women wear makeup because it makes them look more attractive. Couldn't imagine any other reason why they would do it, but they are covering up something or they are just trying to make themselves more attractive than they look. That is why women wear makeup. So it is an indirect lie because you are saying to a man, hey, this is not exactly what I look like. Again, I'm just more speaking it from a factual standpoint than I am giving it any kind of a uh, an opinion of, a, of an emotion, how I feel about it. Although, like I said, my opinion is I think that they should do it. If I were a woman, I'm sure I would wear makeup too. I understand why they do it. and uh, And yeah, here's the thing though. It's like, Again, I'm not getting pissy about it, but I'm not going to tell guys to wear lifts. Okay, so you know what a lift is? A lift is something that you put in your shoe to make you seem taller. And if anyone were to argue or a woman were to argue that that that's different, it's not. Okay, it's not at all. If a guy goes out and wears lifts to make himself look taller, because women like taller men, and a woman wears makeup, I don't really see the difference there. Again, I'm not telling men to go do that. I think for men, they should derive their confidence just from themselves. For women, again, I just think it's it's different. But also, let's just be honest, it's it's more socially acceptable. If it was socially acceptable to wear lifts, more men would do it. Socially acceptable to wear makeup, so they do it. So anyways, I don't know. That's my thoughts. That's some of my opinions on it. But anyway, female listeners, if you're out there, I'd love to hear your comments. So please leave a, a rating on there. Hopefully five stars. Let's not get too many four-star ratings, up. Huh? All right, let's dive into the topic today. Are there men who are naturally good with women? My answer is no. I don't believe that naturals truly exist in the sense that you are completely born with it. So That's my short answer. No, I don't think that men who are naturally charismatic and good with women are ever born with it. My thoughts are that when we talk about someone who's a natural versus someone like me or anyone listening to the podcast who are not considered naturals I think that basically comes down to nature versus nurture right so what I'm saying is I don't think on a natural level someone is born with that I think it's all nurture so what I think is is someone who would have to be a quote natural would have to have a lot of positive social experiences growing up. Okay, so that might mean, and this is not for everyone, this is just an example. Let's say a guy grows up and he's physically attractive. Again, this doesn't happen to every guy who's physically attractive, but for a lot of guys who are physically attractive, this is what happens to them. They grow up and because they're attractive, they are treated better. When you are a child, when you are a teenager, or even in your preteens and you're a good looking kid, you're going to get treated better. I don't have much data on that, but I do know from just reading some things in the past, plus I think just common sense here people who are better looking get treated better, women and men. So if men are getting treated better, that are born with good looks, then they're going to have more social experiences. Okay. Now, Let's take away the looks for a second. Some people are just born into parents who teach them how to be social, not necessarily directly, I would say indirectly, but they they make sure that they're social, they have them play with lots of kids when they're younger. You know, I think that also when you are in high school and the way that, you know, you might have interacted with your parents, you're going to start to interact With people in high school. So, this is kind of like more psychological, right? So, if your parents were very positive, happy, social people, always having people over at the house, and you learned what it was like to be social, well, then by the time you get to high school, you're maybe going to be that way. Again, I'm not saying this in terms of facts, but I'm saying this more in terms of theories of what can make someone become a natural. And what I'm saying is, in my opinion, in theory, is it comes from the experiences that you had growing up. The way that you were raised and the experiences from the minute you were born all the way until you were a teenager. Okay. Now, here's what's interesting. And I know this because I've talked to many men over the years who need help and have come to me for coaching. I have guys who come to me and said, Hey, they basically say they peaked in high school. So that's interesting, too, right? They peaked in high school and it's like they had a lot of game almost. But for them, it was because they were an athlete or maybe they were good looking. And it came to them. Okay. So this is like a natural gone sour where it's like, yeah, it was easier for them to be with women and everything because it was kind of handed over to them. But then all of a sudden in college or in their early 20s, what ends up happening is that doesn't happen anymore. And they realize, oh, I gotta go over and talk to women. They have no experience with that. And that kind of kills their confidence and that snowballs into the fact, well, okay, now I can't talk to anybody because I don't have that experience and it's making me feel bad about myself. So I've seen that too. Of course, it can also go the other way. Sometimes a natural just thrives in high school and he just continues to thrive and takes that confidence and he thrives in college and then beyond. And so he ends up you know, being able to have a dating life where again, he doesn't have to find a podcast like this one. So again, my point here is, is I don't think a natural is natural because they're born gifted with the brain of someone who is, you know, just super charismatic. It all comes down to the nurturing, how they were raised and what happened. So I think that everyone's born bad with women and dating. I think we're all kind of put on the same level, so to speak. And then it depends what your experiences are. So why am I talking about this today? What what does this matter to you as someone who, would be maybe not considered a natural. Again, I'm not putting you down, man. I, I was the same exact way. I mean, I am the same way. I'm not a natural. It all had to be learned. I did have one small, small, and I really, really mean it when I say small. A small advantage was that I am, and I still am, an extrovert. Okay. And I, and I know that there is this big debate between the extroverts and the introverts, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The extroverts have it easy. The introverts don't have it easy at all. The extroverts, they're just more social, all that. The only difference between an extrovert and an introvert is one thing and one thing only. And that is, is that an extrovert gathers energy and gains energy from socializing, and an introvert gets drained from too much socializing. So The only advantage I had which, by the way, this can be really uh, fixed if you're an introvert. The only advantage I had is I could stay out a little bit longer and socialize. That's it. I was still very shy. You're not any less shy because you're an extrovert. Maybe, again, back to the nature and nurture debate, maybe you were born extroverted. So you did hang out with a lot of people and therefore you were better at socializing and then that made you more confident with people and women, etc. Again, that's not a guarantee. It didn't happen to me. I was an extrovert all my life and while I did have lots of friends and I like being social, I was still deathly shy to talk to women who I was attracted to. So, Again, extrovert versus introvert. Don't use that excuse for an introvert. It just means you're going home a little bit sooner. That's it. As an extrovert, I was still very shy. Anyway, everyone I believe is bad with women as they start. And understand that that is okay. So the reason why I'm saying this to you, my friend, the reason why I'm bringing this up as a topic is just to show you that, listen, most men, first of all, all men, in my opinion, are not born with it. And most guys are not naturals. Okay, and here's another thing too. And I, again, I am I keep on kind of going around the point here. It's to just let you know that I don't want you to feel bad when you see guys out there who are really good with with women. I like I always say in my podcast. I offer coaching, and I have guys who come to me and they say, you know, some of their friends are really good with women, or they see guys out and about and they think, why is it so easy for them? And I'm thinking, like, I don't think it's easy for them. I bet you most people are not naturals. The guys who you think it's easy with, you know, where where it seems like they're really good at it, they're probably not as good as you think. They probably still have self esteem issues. They're probably still settling for women who are probably not good for them. Which is a shame. I don't like that. I don't think anyone should, but just understand that, you know, you're in your own story. You're creating your own story. You have your own life. And let's not compare to other men. Okay? There's no point. Don't compare yourself to your friends. Half of them are going to be divorced anyways. I don't want to say that like, you know, I'm being cynical here. I'm just that's from the facts. Most people are going to be divorced. Everyone's got their own story. Focus on yours. Focus on yours. Don't focus on reading other people's stories. Focus on writing yours or else you know what's going to happen by the time you die and you're in your deathbed and hopefully you're late 80s and up that you actually have a story that you can read from or have you just been busy reading other people's. Stop comparing. Focus on you. Don't worry if someone's a natural or not a natural. It shouldn't be any cause or concern for you. Okay. So that's kind of my point with today's episode. Who cares if they're natural or they're not? Maybe they are good for them. Okay, they got dealt a good hand. That doesn't mean that everything else in their life is great. Focus on you, focus on you, focus on you. Remember, if you want coaching, reach out to me. You can go to coachedbytrip.com, fill out an application. And then you can get on the phone with me. We can see if coaching is a good fit for you. I've been really uh, meeting some amazing guys who are interested in coaching and, and mostly it's guys who you know have either not had much experience at all with women. So if you feel that you're in that category where you don't have much experience and, and maybe you're a virgin or you just you know really, really shy or, or it's tough to talk to women, I help those guys, I help guys who reach out to me who they get plenty of dates, but it's not the quality they want. So We help up their quality. So Any kind of issues that you have with women, there's no prerequisite to work with me. Coachedbytrip.com. Go there today, apply, and you and I will hop on a call. Yes, you will be talking to me, no one else, and it's me who's going to be coaching you, so I'm going to be helping you out. Sound good? All right. Let's keep going here. Let's hear from James. He says, good morning, Trip. When it comes to approaching women, I have a philosophical issue that prohibits me from approaching. I have a problem with an entire gender being the gatekeepers of love, sex, intimacy, and women being able to judge my worth as a human being, all within a few seconds or a few minutes of meeting. And this within the backdrop of constant societal messaging of equality and outdated gender roles, that seems to completely contradict the very privileged position women hold in intergender relations. Does this make sense to you or is it just the whining of a loser who should just suck it up and keep trying? James, James, great question. An original one I would say because I don't get a lot of questions like this and so I'm. let's dive into it. Okay, so I get it. This is very kind of red pill thinking and there are a lot of red pill ideologies. I guess the red pill is a technically the ideology but uh, a lot of ideas let's say from the red pill community that uh, I do uh, believe in and uh, do agree with. And it comes down to the female nature, right, of women. And in this case, they are the gatekeepers of love, sex, and intimacy. That is true. Just by default, they have a vagina that opens and has to allow something into it. You have a penis that pushes forward to go into it. So even on the very basic level, in an order for you to push in, the other person, in this case, a woman with a vagina, has to agree for it to go in. So I wanted to really get down to that very, very biological level in terms of the physical, but even with the emotional, yes, they, they still are. They're the gatekeepers of sex. They're the ones who are going to decide if you are going to enter. Okay. Now, there is also a saying here. They say that women, the gatekeepers of sex, men, the gatekeepers of marriage. In fact, if you didn't know this, and I've said this a few times in my podcast, there are dating coaches for men such as myself. What do we help men with? It's mostly we help men with meeting women, attracting women, some of that initial phase. I don't get a lot of people who reach out to me who need help and coaching in terms of what to do once they're in a relationship. Sometimes I get those questions, but it's not a big question that's asked. As you can see, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, not many Q&As on on. What's the deal with getting into a relationship or making a girl uh, stay with me? Right, Not a lot of those sometimes. And Then on the other side, women, there are dating coaches for women and their biggest issue is how do I keep a man? So to answer your question in a short, short sentence, yeah, suck it up and keep trying. Okay. Because... Again, we're talking here about the female nature, male nature, and what it means for men and women to come together. I understand that you're very frustrated because we're getting a lot of different messages. I'm doing my absolute best to try to help with this message and to try to help with this whole situation here to help men understand what it's going to take for you to attract a woman. You said the, the constant societal messaging of equality and outdated gender roles. Yeah, it's interesting. I believe that a lot of the gender roles that existed in the past were ones that were actually better for men and better for women. I do think that women still want to feel feminine and men want to be masculine at its deepest core. And that's what gets a man and a woman to come together to have sex and to have a successful relationship. I'm not saying that women shouldn't be in the workplace. I'm not saying, you know, throw the women in the kitchen. I'm not being, you know, to that sexist degree. I, I, don't, I don't care if women work. I think that they should, they should get equal pay. I think that men and women should be allowed, everyone should be allowed to vote and own land. Okay, that That's totally fine with me. But when it comes to mating, attraction, if a woman is not acting feminine and a man is not acting masculine, rarely is that going to work and come together so we have so many mixed messages of what women should do, what men should do, and how that affects, you know, people being attracted to each other. You know, it, it is natural for a man to be more attracted to a woman who is going to be in a feminine role, like not a CEO. Again, I'm not saying women shouldn't be CEOs. I'm just saying that a, a woman is in her masculine, right, in a very powerful, decisive, Kind of role that is that is going towards progress and making lots of decisions and and running teams and being very dominant. If she brings that home with her, the man is going to feel like he's around masculine energy, which is not going to make him attracted to her. So it's not about like keeping the woman down. Really, it's about teaching women how they can be more feminine. But that's not my role. I'm not a dating coach for women. So all I can do is help you guys in becoming more masculine. And then, you know, there's that whole argument of toxic masculinity. And they say that, you know, when you teach men to be more stoic and to be less emotional, it's going to, you know, be very toxic for them. It's very bad. And that's toxic masculinity. But you see, that's another overboard generalization, too. I don't believe that men should not feel emotions, but it's what you do with them. Are you going to whine and complain? Are you going to be a loser? are you going to not take action and give up? right? so i don't think that men should ever be in a beta role. i don't mean in their job or their career, but let's be honest, if they're in a beta role, you know, in a very kind of submissive role in their work, that might leak into their personal life. so it's tricky. it's all kind of complicated here. so again, now i give you my my long-winded answer, but back to my short answer here is yeah it's not about sucking it up it's just about kind of seeing how it all works they say this in the red pill community they say taking the red pill and and seeing the truth and opening and opening your eyes and and unplugged right so I don't know I don't like going that far into this but let's just make it a little bit more simple and less creepy sounding Just understand what men and women want in terms of attraction. Understand how a female gets attracted. I talk a lot about that on the podcast, on my YouTube channel, on my programs and everything. Understand how it works. Succumb to that and be the most attractive version of yourself that that you could be. That's it. I wouldn't worry about who the gatekeeper is and all this and getting upset. Just tap into your masculine energy. And I can't say that enough because I don't think enough men are. Get out of the beta simpy mindset as they call it right so out of the nice guy syndrome and take charge of your life hope that helps james let's keep this party rolling from Vicos or Vicus, not sure how to pronounce it but maybe one of those work he says hi trip I'm a long time listener to the show. Thank you so much for all your great content. I've not actioned as much as I should have. Shame on you, bud. He says, I met a girl through a work meeting in March. She was super smart and pretty. She texted me and asked if I'd like to grab a drink. This never happens to me. So obviously, I'm very excited. I'm not confident with women, but I am really good at my job. Unfortunately, I moved out of London during the pandemic. I told her I'd return in a few months and catch her then. I've limited texting because of your advice that attraction cannot be built via text. One night in May, she sent me a message asking why I was not here, so I decided to arrange a call. It went well. I ended it after 50 minutes. It was getting late. I texted her a week ago, letting her know I'm coming back, telling her to keep June 19th free so I can ask her on a date. She agreed immediately. I worry I will blow this date by being too eager. It's taken too long to arrange. Should I go all out and do something great, theater, dinner, drinks, really? I could do anything, but I'm worried it will be seem like I've tried too hard. On the other hand, if I turn up after three months and just take her to cheap bar, will I look like I've made no effort? I'd be grateful for your advice. Kind regards, Vicus. Vicus. Okay, well, obviously this is past June 19th, so I'm curious to know what happened here, but this was a great question and I had to pull it up because there's a lot to say here. First of all. Most likely, you're going to blow it with this woman. Just being honest with you, you're probably going to blow it with her. And the reason is, is because you've already put her on such a high pedestal that the way you're going to act is by almost fulfilling that prophecy that she is such an amazing, unique snowflake. And you're already thinking way too hard about what kind of date to go on with her. So speaking of simp, this is what a simp would do. This is the beta way, putting her on a pedestal. I'm not trying to be mean to you, Vicus, and, and I hope you know this doesn't discourage anyone from asking their questions, but I'm trying to come here from a non-judgmental but honest place. It is what would be considered simping because you're focused so much on her as the prize and not you. and You've said it all here and this is the real problem. The real problem is what you said in the second paragraph of your question. You said, This never happens to me. So obviously, I'm very excited. I am not confident with women, but I'm really good at my job. So that says it all that this never happens to you and that you're not confident with women. So, what's the problem here? The problem is that you have a low experience with women. We can even say a lack of experience with women. As you said here, this never happens to me. And so because you don't have any experience, this is causing you to be exactly, word for word what you said, not confident with women. That's the big problem. And this is what I try to encourage everyone who listens to this podcast. If you want to be confident with women, then you need to go out and have more experiences with women. You need to talk to more women. You need to get your dating profile to a better place where you can get more matches. You need to get better at talking to women and being more charismatic with women so you can be more confident with women. Confidence comes last. As you have probably heard, they're fake it till you make it. So yeah, you can fake it till you make it. That's fine. But confidence happens last, not first. I know that's tough because you're like, well, trip. You all you do is say and all these dating coaches say, You need confidence and women like confidence, yes. So, In the very beginning, you're going to go out and you're going to get rejected and it's going to be a little ugly for a little bit. So Vicus, with you, you're starting off in a very terrible place where a lot of guys start off. You have no experience with women, you're not confident with women, and you're hoping to get with this woman. And I'm not saying don't try, absolutely, but just know that it's probably not going to happen and that's okay. But this is the reason why we cannot put women on a pedestal and we cannot strategize for women. I say this a lot in the podcast. We don't want to strategize for what to do with one woman. If you find yourself strategizing, then you're already making the mistake. There's not much strategy that you need. If you're over strategizing, you put her on a pedestal. It's too late. So We don't strategize. We just become attractive men, put ourselves out there to meet more women, and then we go on dates with them if they say yes to the dates, right? Because back to the other question too, we are the ones who are taking the actions. We are the ones who are doing the approaching and the asking, okay? So we do that. We see if they're cool on the date, and then we go from there. That's what we do. You're the prize. You're the prize. Remember that. I never made I didn't make that up. That has been in the dating advice PUA scene for a long time. And it's it's really good. It means that you are the guy who's awesome and amazing, and you're going on dates to see if they qualify to be with you. That's the mentality. So you said in the third, fourth paragraph, I worry I will blow this date by being too eager. I I have a hunch you probably already did, but if I were to give you advice and you were right in front of me and the date was you know, not already passed, I would say I would just get drinks and see if that goes into dinner and not treat it any differently than any other date, even just because you know her. By the way, another thing is, I wonder if this even is a date. That's the other thing too. I wonder if this even is a date. Well, okay. Actually, I take that back because I'm reading this again. And he said, keep June 19th free so I can ask her on a date. Okay, so she does. Another layer then below this is the fact that this is a work person. And that's no good. Although it sounds like maybe you guys don't work together anymore. Sounds like you met at work. You met through a work meeting. Just be careful, guys. Dating at work, no good. Also reinforces bad habits, reinforces the scarce mindset. Okay, so that's where it gets a little complicated. That scarce mindset starts to kick in when you think all you have is that woman at work. Because if I were to show you a woman who didn't work with you and she was identical to a woman who didn't work with you, you'd probably pick the woman who doesn't work with you because you wouldn't want the risk. So that's how you got to look at this. And if you look at it like that, then you got to say to yourself, okay, I need to compare it in this way to see really what's the better option. And you know that Meeting a girl at work can cause issues. Because if you break up, you see her every day, now you're fucked. If you end up getting a sexual harassment case because you do something inappropriate or she doesn't like you, you're in big trouble. So we need to stay away from that. I was talking to a client just a little bit ago, and something he said to me is he's trying to get over this girl. He said, you know, she's, she hit him basically. She hit him and she has big emotional issues. But there's all these other great things about her. And I said, listen, man, think about it this way for a second. If I showed you an identical woman, identical to her, but she wasn't crazy and she wasn't abusive physically or verbally, who are you going to pick? And of course, he said, yeah, I'm going to pick the girl who's not like that, the one who's not abusive. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of women out there, guys. A lot of women out there. You don't have to settle for one just because she works with you, especially not if she hits you or hurts you. So Remember that. That's the abundance mindset. Easier to be in an abundant mindset when you're actually living it. How do you live it? You go out, you approach, you go out, and you approach, you fix your profile, you get on as many dates as possible and put yourself in as many opportunities as possible. And That's what you got to do. If you need help with this, if you feel like you can't do it on your own. You know who to call, not the Ghostbusters. You're going to call me, but you're not going to call me. You're going to go to my website and then I will text you and then I will call you. Coachedbytrip.com. Apply today if you need help with meeting women, attracting women, with getting better at the mindsets, getting out of the scarce mindset, getting out of the mindset of putting her on a pedestal. Guys, we can't do this anymore. Trust me. It's very guilty of it a long time a Very long time because I was not a natural. I had to learn this stuff just like you are learning it now. I am you, you are me. We are all together. Trust me, I know what you're going through. So, coachedbytrip.com, apply today. Let me help you. Stop trying to do this on your own. Please, you don't need to. And uh, I'm just a click away. Check it out. Thank you to all of you who have emailed in. Email me trip at tripadvice.com with the subject line podcast question. If you need email me and don't be afraid to trip at tripadvice.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Catch you on the very next one.